Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig Torres here. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lethal Lit. But first, a quick word from today's sponsor. Why, Miss Torres, I think it's high time you and I had words. Don't you? (laughs) What did my Aunt Beth feel like ten years ago when she was backed into this exact same corner? This is my last recording. This is how my story ends. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. The lit killer stands revealed. Hollow Falls High history teacher and Talon newspaper advisor Harry Levinson is the maniac behind the murders that rocked this town a decade ago, as well as the new wave that hit just as I arrived, who killed and framed my aunt, Beth Torres, the one person who got close to cracking the case. Good news, right? Not exactly. Sam Steiner, my aunt's partner, and I trekked out to this desolate cabin in the hopes of rescuing the mayor's daughter, Ella Highsmith. Instead, we're trapped with Levinson in his creepy old bird mausoleum. From what little I can see in the dark, we're surrounded by stuffed birds and avian skulls. It's horrible. So this is how it ends for me and Ella. While Sam, poor Sam, is bleeding out on the floor. It's over, Levinson. Don't you realize that this is the final act? We're where we were meant to be, Tig Torres. Your Aunt Beth framed as the original lit killer, and now you framed as the new lit killer. Poor young girl, so tormented by her aunt's tragic fall that she's driven to madness. Run, go. Sam, just stay put. I'll get us out of this. How sweet. Beth's old spineless partner finally sheds his cowardly skin to be reborn. A hero. A dead hero, but still. Sam! I thought I'd been fairly clear in my note, Tig. No sidekicks. Oh, Sam, I'm so sorry. Steiner is dead. Ella's fever is ramping up. The convulsion should start soon. And then, well, it'll just be the two of us. So, so, uh, why just the one live bird? What is that, a pigeon? That's clearly a dove. I'm thinking of naming her Tig. Over there, that's Anthony, the falcon. Next to him is Jake, the sparrow. And that porcelain owl over there, that's my favorite of the entire collection. That's Beth. You named your dead birds after your victims? (laughs) Of course I did. We're all one big happy family here. A collection of my greatest stories. But alas, it's time for this sequel to conclude. Just one bird left to go. You tried your best, Tig, but there can be only one Beth. And you, my dear, are not her. How's your Shakespeare? Kill me tomorrow? Let me live tonight? It's, um, Othello, right? Oh, good, good. That's right. 
My young Desdemona. What? What are you... Tig, really, if you got the quote, you don't need me to explain further. It's time for the curtain to fall. What did you mean that there can only be one Beth? How well did you know her? Of course. I knew her well. I had to put on the act when we spoke, didn't I? The helpful, kind-hearted teacher. But it was all smoke and mirrors. You remember the mirrors, don't you, Tig? She still figured it out. She knew it was you. Uh, let's not give her too much credit. She got as close as I wanted her to get. Even if she disrupted my plan, I had my own contingencies. Hence, the romance. What? <laughs> oh, Tig, didn't you know? I wasn't just your Aunt Beth's occasional confidant. Oh, no, no. We were much more than that. If things went over differently, you might even be calling me Uncle Harry right now. <laughs> Romance connects us all, my dear. Why, Levinson? Why kill all these people? Who cares about the why, Tig? You, of all people, should know the world is full of dark and explicable things. It's time to end this. And I need to pose you just right. These... Presentations can be so time-consuming. I thought you'd at least have some grandiose reason behind all of this. If not, what's the point? Killing for nothing just puts you on the same level with all the other pathetic, low-life... You want answers? Little nut! They were fools! Each and every victim, from Mary Wozniak to Sam Steiner, who's still <laughs> inching toward rigor mortis right over there. They were all fools. I've spent years as a thankless teacher at that godforsaken school. My first few semesters, they even had me teach remedial English. Can you believe it? Me! I have master's degrees in 18th century British literature and European history. Sure, I had blemishes on my record, but had they bothered to ask, I would have explained. But no, here I was forced to perform for kids who were guaranteed to flunk out anyway. No! Neanderthals couldn't care less about the significance of the conch shell in Lord of the Flies or the dramatic differences between Shakespeare's tragedies and histories. No, they just wanted to have sex, get high, and skip class. <laughs> but they were pawns in my own grand story. I gave their insipid lives meaning purpose. They weren't just zombies shambling through life anymore. They were people, characters with beginnings, middles, and brutal, memorable endings. And me? I was the writer. So if they didn't care about the work I was trying to teach them, that's fine. They had no choice in the matter. And you know what? My dear Tig, it was a hell of a story. Bloody, gruesome, full of twists and double crosses. Dickens would have been proud. You're sick! Am I sick? Or am I the cure? I took out each and every one of those sewer rats, one by one. And all the while, no one except Beth came even close to finding out what I was up to. But even she was so, so very easy to manipulate. A little Sherlockian crusade couldn't quite hack it. I could appreciate her romantic gesture at the very end. <laughs> she could change me. But that didn't dampen the wave of pleasure I felt while choking the life out of her. Oh, Tig, really? Throwing things around like some irate toddler? <laughs> 
sometimes, despite your best intentions, you turn into the teen scream queen. Especially when you think someone's about to drag you to the trash. What? Get away from her, Levinson. Oh, Oliver, how nice to see you! Wally, look out! She's got a knife! No! Damn it! You caught me, you bastard! Sit down, little ingrate! What were you thinking? This isn't one of your comic books, Oliver! You're not the hero! No! Not my best! No! Just your dumb owl statue! Beware! For I am fearless and therefore powerful! How's that for a literary reference, Harry? Way to come to my rescue, Ollie. Well, I didn't really get to save the day. Are you okay? I don't think I'll ever be okay again. But in that moment, there was hope. Hope that this was all over. Carver and the cops stormed in a few seconds later, paramedics right behind. They took Ollie and Ella to get some much-needed medical attention. It was too late for Sam. Ollie showing up when he did really made for the perfect distraction. And now, at last, it felt like we were getting to the end of this whole mess. The man who killed my Aunt Beth was now finally going to jail. The news of Levinson's capture spread fast. The lit killer had been revealed, and it wasn't Beth Torres. The haters got quiet. The conspiracy freaks felt validated. And I, well, I don't know how I felt. Tired. Uh, unsure, but hopeful. This is Sarah Parks, WHFZ News, reporting live. Police have confirmed that Hollow Falls High teacher Harry Levinson has been arrested and will be charged in the recent lit killer murders, including that of former Ledger reporter Sam Steiner. Local teens Tig Torres and Ella Highsmith, daughter of Mayor Highsmith, were found alive at the scene. Authorities are not The loss of Sam. That was a tough one. I didn't get to know the guy all that well, but he risked his life to save me. His death felt like, like another piece of my Aunt Beth was now lost to me. But I did what I set out to do. I think Aunt Beth would be proud and, well, she can rest easy now, you know? I did this for her, for my family. The Torres name has been cleared. After all the post-arrest insanity, and after Ollie got out of the hospital with his knife wound bandaged up, we all reconvened at Abuela's house. This murder game is officially over. <laughs> I still can't believe it was Levinson all along. How are you guys taking it? You knew him way better than I did. I am all about that rearview mirror and putting his toxic <laughs> ass in it. He, he just, I mean, I thought we knew the guy, you know? For now, 
I'm all about repressing the negative and celebrating with my friends. Awesome. I was so focused on catching the lit killer that I didn't think about what we'd do after. Or if there'd even be an after. Skip this mopey track, Tig. For the love of God, everyone, we beat the lit killer. Right, yes. <laughs> Damn straight we did. And we'll also, you know, gloss over that whole me having a crush on him oh, moment, too. Okay? Here's to Tig, who made it all happen. Yeah. Cheers, Tig. <laughs> Here's to you guys for being there when I really needed you. We did this together. Oh, no, no, no. Of all of us, Tig, you are allowed to take the most credit. True, we all risked life and limb, some of us more than others. <laughs> but because of you, we brought down a mass murderer. Yeah, and you get to have the biggest I told you so. You rolled into the talent office and told us what you were going to do, and you did it. Proved your aunt's innocence. That's so sick, Tig. She's right, Tig. You did it. Thanks, guys. Uh... Go ahead and order the pizza. I'll be back in a few. I really wanted to celebrate with them, but I just couldn't. Not yet. Not while something was still missing. That new tape that Sam gave me saved us, in more ways than one. But there are some things that are still bugging me. I think it's time we talked about the victim that brought us here in the first place. Beth Torres. Here she is, on that final tape, just a few hours before her death. I'm about to head out to the crossing, but wanted to record this before I hit the road. Not sure I can handle driving and talking at the same time, honestly. The lit killer referenced Fahrenheit 451 in that first note, so if this is his last kill, it'll involve some serious flames. That dystopian novel features a lot of burning books, and the crossing seems ripe for a forest fire. I'm still bothered by that call from Anna Kildeen, calling for help, afraid for her life. I have to go. I have to save her if I can. That night, Anna Kildeen had managed to briefly escape Levinson and get word to my Aunt Beth that she was being held somewhere near a super creepy place called The Crossing. Aunt Beth didn't hesitate to try and rescue her. And that was what led to her death that night. That's the last recording I have of her. So I'm... We're done. We've listened to everything. What are you still recording for? Oh, hey. Come celebrate with us. I... I can't yet. I feel like I'm missing something. Like, this woman who called my aunt on the night she died. Who was she? She was important enough for Steiner to mention her. And on this tape, my Aunt Beth You're said your that- own person, Tig. Not your aunt. Tig, I got you the pineapple pizza travesty you wanted. How's it going in here? I'm trying to get her out of podcast mode. Ollie, I have to make peace with my aunt in my own way, okay? Okay, and taken. I'm supposed to check in with the nurse about my stitches anyway. I'll catch up with you later? Sure. What's still bugging you about this? <sighs> Do you remember the name Anna Kildeen? What my aunt said on Sam's tape? Who was she? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm not sure. I don't want to be a drain on everyone's fun, but this is really important to me, you know? I'll know when it's done. After destroying a few pizzas, we decided to reconvene at the Star Diner for some caffeine and evidence analysis. 
Just take any seat, kiddos. Thanks, Phil. Okay. I didn't piece all this together until I re-listened to my Aunt Beth's final recording for the hundredth time. Pig, just give us the bad already. I'm having major caffeine withdrawal. All right. My Aunt Beth name-dropping Fahrenheit 451 stuck with me. So, I compared the evidence from her death to the others. The sense I got was that Levinson was in a hurry. He hadn't fully planned for Beth to show. The handwritten note versus a typed one. The evidence of her being killed at the scene as opposed to being moved. The Shakespeare reference instead of Bradbury. Hmm. The lit killer was usually so meticulous. This felt rushed and random. Then, I pulled up a police report about a burned Jane Doe. Now I know I was right. About what? Anna Kildine. I feel like that name should mean something to me. And yet, hi, yes, can I get an iced soy latte with two Splendas? Sorry, to continue. Anna Kildine was the woman my Aunt Beth tried to save the night she died. Turns out they knew each other. Anna called Aunt Beth while she was running from the lit killer, from Levinson, to ask her for help. Jesus. Obviously, she didn't make it in time. But unlike all the other victims, Anna Kildine is still technically missing. But I dug around, and about six months after my Aunt Beth's murder, there are police records that point to an unidentified woman who was found dead in the school library of a town about 200 miles from here. A, a tiny burg called Grey Malkin. Anyway, the woman's body was burnt beyond recognition. So she, that body, must have been Levinson's Fahrenheit 451. Don't you think that's a little bit of a stretch? I did. Until I read the report. Black coffee. Here you go, buddy. Uh, okay. So what I really asked for was a... Yeah, cream of packets are on the table by the ketchup if you want to get fancy. YOLO and all that. <laughs> oh, God. This place is the best. So the report. What did it say? The... Here. Check out this part. The victim appears to have died from self-immolation. Forensic evidence around the body suggesting she poured a nearby canister of gasoline over it. Do they really think someone would do that to themselves? Uh, keep reading. Also found near the body was a charred paperback book, badly damaged. A few interior pages remained legible despite the fire damage. The book was a copy of Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. In the novel, the old woman sets herself on fire. Wait, wait, what? So the cops just thought this woman was having a little speculative fiction binge before setting herself on fire? Didn't they watch the news? The detective on the case, guy named Murray Landsman, was a few weeks from retirement. He did the bare minimum and walked away. So Levinson burned her to death. Horrible. Okay, so it's another disgusting murder, which apparently is just another day around here. I mean... It totally sucks, but why should we care about her? She was the bait the lit killer used to draw in my aunt. Just like he used Ella to bait me. And after my aunt died, the lit killer stopped. He went underground for a decade. So she's the Kaiser Soze. Like we know what that means? Yes, exactly. She's the missing link. But it's not just that. She was different. She wasn't a remedial student. She was a grown woman, divorced, lived a rough life on the fringes of society. She didn't grow up in Hollow Falls, meaning she didn't go to Hollow Falls High. Not your typical lit killer victim. What made Levinson 
veer off course to kill her. And why? So we're not done. Damn it, I knew that celebration pizza was too hasty. So then, what's our plan? Mm, honestly, there is no plan. But I know what I need to do right now to put this case to bed. I need to go to the crossing and say goodbye to my Aunt Beth. Alone. Uh, is this really the best time for- How? She needs closure. She needs closure. All right, you're right. You're right. Do what you gotta do for you, and then we'll reconvene to tackle our next nightmare problem. I left Max and Wynn with a few cleanup tasks, and then it was off to say my goodbyes. Okay, so when I said I was going alone to the crossing, that wasn't exactly the truth. Wow, you were kidding. This place is beyond creepy. Not sure how it stacks up next to the old amusement park, but... Hollow Falls. That's where the lit killer left his mark. He cut a path through this tiny town and changed it forever. Hollow Falls is the big picture. But the crossing, it's the boiling point. The cops found my aunt's body on the shore of this brook under the branches of that willow tree. Her neck was snapped, but Levinson had clearly taken the time to dress her up in some vintage white dress, staged like the others. I am incapable of my own distress. There is a willow grows aslant the brook. That's what the note they found with her body said. The cops never released it publicly, but we got to see it. They claimed it was her suicide note. Maybe Mimi was right. Maybe this town is the problem. She's always going on about the birds above and the evil that runs underneath. Maybe this is just a breeding ground for killers. I don't know. Which, which book was it meant to look like? Hamlet. Levinson saved one of the Shakespeare classics for my Aunt Beth. In it, a girl named Ophelia goes mad and kills herself, allegedly, by dropping from a willow tree into a waiting body of water. Jesus. He was planning a similar fate for me, if you hadn't. What did he say to you? He called me his Desdemona. She was a character in Othello. She's strong. She pisses off her dad, but she's independent and fierce. And, like my aunt, Like your aunt, what? She's murdered by her lover. Oh, Tig, that's... Horrible? You sound almost surprised. What do you mean? Uh, Is this the part where you pretend to have no idea? Tig? Is that it, Ollie? I fall for you, and then you kill me the same way Levinson killed my aunt? God, Levinson was so trite. His literary theatrics were way too on the nose. I mean, if it were up to me... I would have killed you in a much more interesting way. So you were what? His serial killer sidekick? He wishes. He's the past. I'm the future. My plans for you are better than anything that old hack could cook up. (laughs) I'm still impressed you figured it out. I underestimated you, Tig Torres. That doesn't change how the story will play out. Hapless teen reporter dies in the same tragic spot as her aunt. Hear that? That's your destiny calling, Tig. You've read Anna Karenina, right? Yes. She dies jumping in front of a train, confused, angry, and... betrayed. Sound like anyone we know? (laughs) 
I can't believe Levinson was gonna kill you using a Shakespeare reference. My version will be so much more poetic. Ollie, you don't mean this. You don't know anything about me. You breeze into this town thinking you understand us and our history, but you just bailed when things got too tough for you and your family. You know what happens to people like that, Tig, who leave when things get tough? Like what happened to Anna Kildine? What did you just say? I know she meant something to you. No, no. This is my... I still know the truth. Shut up! Levinson killed her for you, didn't he? Even though she wasn't one of his students. Even though he had no reason to... Don't say her name! I knew it was you, Ollie. It broke my heart over and over to think so. But I knew it was you. You didn't suspect anything. If you had, you wouldn't have climbed into my room that night begging to have sex with me. Get over yourself, boy wonder. The doubt was already there. You left clues all over the place. You just happened to be around when we discovered Tony's body in the first clue. How you found that book so fast in the principal's office. How you let Ella get kidnapped from the hospital. I... I wanted to believe it couldn't be you. But... Here we are. The evidence is the evidence. When I listened to that clip again, that's when I knew your plan. That you were going to try and recreate how my aunt died. I told Wynne to tell you I was going to the crossing to get closure. So when you showed up here, all wide-eyed and eager to be supportive, that's when I knew for sure. You were gonna try to kill me. You know what else is good about Anna Karenina, Tig? It's simple. All it takes is a train and you. God damn it! If you broke open my stitches, We're the same, you and I. You're still too busy chasing after order in a world that's just chaos and death. A knife? That's not part of the game, though, is it, Ollie? The game is what I make of it. Would Levinson want you, his disciple, to cheat in the final round? Don't pretend to be in my head. Levinson saved me. He took me in. When your stupid aunt tried to stop him, tried to save my... That Anna woman, she got what she deserved. They both did. And then I really got to learn from him. I was just waiting for the perfect moment. And it appeared like a gift when you came back to town, Tig. It was my time to shine. And I would have if he hadn't... he hadn't kidnapped me? That wasn't his place. It was my turn and you were mine. Sure, Levinson helped a bit, but it was my chance to prove myself. But then you... You and I... You and I what, Ollie? It was gonna be your turn eventually, Tig. You know how drama works. There needs to be a climax, an epic conclusion. I needed to work myself up to it. If, if I was just another victim to you, why'd you risk yourself to save me from Levinson? No, no. Maybe it's because of the way you feel about me. No, I can do it. I can go through with but it. But you can't, though, can you, Ollie? This isn't who you are. You're not Levinson. You're not a killer. Told you to shut up. You have no idea. There's no coming back from the places I've been to. I figured you out. You're just a lost little boy. And you're not as strong or as smart as you thought you were. Max, wait, now! What the hell? I trust a love interest when you've got real friends. Payback starts now, you psychopath. We've got you on tape. I can't believe we ever considered you one of us. I had them record you while you admitted everything. Sure, they were surprised, but like I told you, Ollie, you're so damn lost. You just don't get it. There are still so many pieces left on the board. Holy shit, he's getting on the track. 
Police found no trace of Ollie Price on the tracks. And there was no real evidence that he got out of the crossing either. But I know he's gone. For now. That Ollie had not only assisted Levinson in carrying out the second wave of lit killer murders, but had taken over the role, was the kind of mystery you don't want to unravel. But now, it's over, over, right? and only a matter of time before the cops find him? You should know better. This is Hollow Falls, listeners. Ollie hurt me. He hurt people I cared about. It's only over when I find him. And when I do, he's gonna hurt. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm gonna win. Before I shut this off and stuff it in the mail to you, Sam. Maybe Mommy was right. Maybe it's not just about stopping the lit killer. Maybe this town is the problem. He was my best student. My brightest, smartest boy. When the ironworks closed, the jobs went away. And the town, it got different. Seems you're not a newbie when it comes to the world of true crime, Tig Torres. I'm not your aunt, Tig. I'm not made up of the same stuff as she was. But you? People are already listening to you. Anyway, in case something happens to me, I love you. Thanks for everything. Tell Mommy I love her too. Hug my brother and tell him not to worry so much. Kiss Tiggy on the forehead. I know she'll do okay. Get us smart. Sharp. Okay. Bye-bye for now. A week's passed and Hollow Falls is starting to creak back toward normalcy. Wynn and Max are back working at the Talon. I work there too now. The new advisor seems nice enough. Levinson's heading to trial in a few months. And there's been no sign of Ollie. So, mission accomplished, listeners? My Aunt Beth was exonerated. So, you could say I did what I set out to do. But too many more bodies have dropped. Too much blood has spilled. The lit killer turned into a story of two obsessed murderers. And only one of them is behind bars. Speaking of which, hey Ollie, I know you're out there listening. Sometimes, when I lay in bed in the dark, staring up at the ceiling, I think of that look I saw in your eyes that night at the crossing, that flicker of humanity. You might try to deny it, but it was there. It tells me I wasn't crazy to like you, to fall for you. You were the first person I let get close that close. 
You remember the obsessive, manic attention to detail? The extreme fixation I had on saving Aunt Beth's reputation? Well, all that energy's pointed at you right now, buddy. I'll find you soon. And in the meantime, I know you'll be thinking about me, too. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. Einhorn's Epic Productions and iHeartRadio present Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery. Created and executive produced by Heather Einhorn and Adam Staffaroni. Written, created, and executive produced by Alex Segura and Monica Gallagher. Directed by J.B. Block. Produced by Arup Senakaila, Chris Peterson, and Sandy Smollins. Art by Rebecca Mock. Creative direction and design by Ryan McCann. With performances by Rebecca Solaire, J.B. Blanc, Matt Gumley, Paul Guyot, Jennifer Giles, Rachel Oramland, Alba Ponce de Leon, Shelley Chenoy, Luke Slattery, and Gail Artino. Post-production supervisor, Michael Sinter-Nicholas. Recording engineer and dialogue editor, Michael Schneider. Mixer, Michael Sinter-Nicholas. Sound designer, Justin Kohler. Composer, Jared Faber. Creative consultant, Monique Chavez. Studio manager, Clark Chang. Production coordination, Gail Artino and Laura Martin. Production assistants, Rachel Slotsky and Francesca Kahlo. Recorded at NYV Post in New York City. Featuring the songs Jupiter, performed by Donna Missal, courtesy of Harvest Records, under license from Universal Music Enterprises. And Guardian Alien, performed by Dana Williams, written by Dana Williams, SCSAC, and Aaron Fenning, SCSAC, courtesy of the Royalty Network, Inc., on behalf of Smig Songs, ASCAP, Cactus Palace, SCSAC, and Dana Williams. Lethal Lit, a Take Torres mystery, is a production by Einhorn's Epic Productions for iHeartRadio. Head to TigTorres.com to share theories, discover new evidence, and follow case updates. For more information, visit EinhornsEpicProductions.com. 